0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Progress Podcast, where us three boys discuss our ideas and everyday problems, and um, yeah, I'm Mason Hobbs,
1: I'm Joe Oversall, and I'm Trent Whitfield. Um, again, we're on Zoom this week uh, due to coronavirus. I don't know exactly what week this is, but we might have made more podcasts virtual than we did in real life.
2: Uh, oh, 100%.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite sure, but we're making it work. Um, we're still surviving. Hobbs is really surviving as yeah. he's completely battled the coronavirus and is feeling yeah, good. Baby. Um so music, Maybe, we'll, maybe we can get into out on top, so. <laughs> maybe we can get into, like, kind of how you're feeling and different things. But um, Joe, you want to tell uh, everybody what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah, so we're kind of going to be projecting
2: Uh, a little bit more into the future uh, today, talking about the coronavirus and talking about how it's gonna really affect life after it settles down and after things get back to normal. And we're gonna kind of dance around what that normal is and try to define it as best we can. Um, We're obviously not scientists and we don't know, we don't have any expertise in infectious diseases or uh, for that matter, any experience handling a pandemic. Um, No one really does at uh, this magnitude, um, but we're going to talk about what life is going to look like afterwards. Um, but to start about it, uh, Trenton, you touched on how Mason was feeling. I'd, lo- I'd love to know. How are you feeling, Mason?
0: Yeah, so I'm feeling pretty good. I'm basically back to 100%. I started working out again um, about two days ago. It's been, I guess, four weeks now since like the onset of symptoms happened. Um, and I'm just now getting back into working out. Um, definitely a decline there in terms of like the shape I'm in. Um, I would say that like in terms of like lung capacity, that definitely took a hit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was fortunate enough not to have to go to the hospital or receive like any sort of care other than just, um, taking care of myself, uh, at my apartment. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it was – at the worst, it was pretty bad. It's nothing to joke about. It's nothing to take risks. I would definitely, I mean, be as cautious as you can because those two or three weeks were definitely some of the toughest that I've had to experience. Um, But, yeah, other than that, yeah, I'm feeling good. Um, Glad I can start working out again, being more productive. Uh, I'm not sleeping 16 hours a day anymore, which is good, but uh, (laughs) – Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling good. Thanks for asking. Hobbs, do you have any idea,
1: um, like, how you got it?
0: Uh, No, I mean, so I got to – so I came home initially when school got closed, and I went back to Virginia Tech because, like, I had to get stuff because I barely had any clothes or anything at home, and I wanted to spend a few weeks there, just kind of a change of scenery thing. Not that I was trying to really hang out with anyone, but – uh, just to kind of get away from the parents and stuff like that. So um, I got back and then two days later, I started, I think two or three days later, I started experiencing symptoms. But no one in my house ever had symptoms. All Everyone that I was around for, like the whole time I was in Blacksburg got tested and they were all tested negative. So no one that I was like hanging out with or anything like that had it ever. Um, so I made one trip to Food Lion and that's probably where I got it. So, I mean, one trip to Food Lion, um, and then two weeks on my butt. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you could say I was unlucky, um, because there's really only like 40 cases in that County. Um, but somehow, somehow I got it and my guess would be Food Lion, but, uh, it seems crazy that like by that small the chance that I got it but you know once like they told me that I had it and once like all the people I've been in contact with tested negative I was honestly kind of glad that I had it um because now like one I know like my immune system came out on top so like all right again if I ever got it again hopefully but also like now hopefully I have the antibodies for it maybe I can donate plasma or something to help other people but um yeah so i don't i don't know exactly how i got it but i would assume it was just some coincidental you know grocery shopping or something like that so um, uh, how was that quarantine process um it was it was rough i wish i was quarantined at my house but i like talked to my parents about it they decided that it was my decision to go back to tech so i had to deal with the consequences of having it so Oh
2: man.
0: My, yeah, I stayed in my apartment. I don't I mean I don't blame blame Um stayed in my apartment in my room because two of my roommates were there and I didn't want to get them sick for about a week and a half. Um, didn't leave my room. I just had peanut butter and jellies and granola bars and cereal for two for a week and a half. So
2: just the yeah. stuff that was in your room?
0: Yeah. So, Did your roommates ever make you food? They pushed you down to the door or anything like that? <laughs> uh, yeah, my, my one roommate made me soup a couple of times. He's a champ. Love, he's a legend. Love that kid. Um,
1: But, um,
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was rough. I would say I was just so tired a lot of the time. So, it was kind of like I was sleeping a lot. So, it didn't feel like a week and a half, luckily. It wasn't like every day was like this long, dragged-out thing. And most of the time, I didn't feel bad throughout the day. It really hit me at night um so I wasn't like miserable all day which was good I was able to get work done um but um I don't know uh yeah I don't know that's pretty much all I got but yeah so
1: my parents have like they've been going to the grocery store and like when they bring the groceries back we let them sit in the garage for like three days because supposedly I don't know this was just off the internet but like the virus can be killed as long as it's not, you don't come in contact with it for three days or whatever. Um, So I guess, maybe since you got a food line, that's actually like a a pretty smart thing to be doing.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. wash Um, your
1: groceries.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I started ordering groceries online and just having them delivered and I would like bring them inside, but then I just set them like to the side and wash my hands after um, and not really touch them for a few days um unless they like I put them in the fridge if they need a refrigerator but um now that I think about it there is like one other way that I might have gotten it so uh, I ordered clothes from overseas like they were like two days before I left and I like tried them all on to see what fit and then I like brought them to college or back to tech and I like ordered clothes I liked so I was like wearing it right so that that's potentially because I know like it can stay on like certain materials, like especially cardboard and stuff for a while. So that, that could be another thing, but yeah, I don't know. It's a silent <laughs> assassin.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy.
1: That's interesting. And so how, how long was the time frame between like, let's take the ordering clothes um, example and then like your symptoms?
0: Um, six days since I got them yeah and food line was like two or three okay and I think uh,
1: online says it can be from like two
0: to like
2: two weeks two to to four days is what I've seen yeah
0: Yeah.
2: and the crazy part about it is that's just the incubation period so you can infect other people
0: yeah that's why like I don't think I had it that's another thing is I went on a hike with um some of our friends and all of them tested negative, and I went on a hike two days before I got symptoms, and that was after food lion. That was like so. I I mean that's I don't know funny. if I was like infectious like that much at all, or man, maybe or like, just luck of the like draw. The day before, and it was really quick to hit me. Wow, that's that's, that's crazy. crazy.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, hey, at least you're feeling feeling yeah. back, and I can see that you're home now, so. Yeah. your parents are, are cool with it
0: <laughs> yeah that's yeah after three weeks of me just in my room they said all right you've been symptom free for like a week so you can come home yeah. <laughs> all yeah. is back to normal yeah pretty <laughs> much um but yeah i mean like i said it's nothing to take risks if you don't have to so just to our listeners be smart about it and I know, like, you want to be hanging out with friends and stuff, but this is pretty serious. Like, luckily, I am i would like to think of myself as a pretty healthy individual, um, and it hit me really hard. Like, that was the worst I've ever felt in my life. So, um, yeah, just be safe, be cautious. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Wow. Yeah, and, I mean, like,
1: I think the predictions are kind of all over the place as to how this is going to end. Like, I've seen some that are, like, Pretty much all of them say that there's going to be some form of wave. Some say it's going to be a big wave and then little ripples. Some say it's going to be a continuous ripple. What are kind of y'all's thoughts on maybe not like what the predictions are saying, but like, how are we going to deal with this?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, to address some of the, I, I think a lot of the predictions say there's going to be some sort of second wave in late summer, early fall. Um, and I think, how we deal with that is to achieve some sort of normalcy we need to uh first of all take the social distancing and the quarantine uh, and the stay-at-home orders extremely seriously right now because the work that we're doing right now to isolate ourselves and to prevent this virus from spreading is going to be what allows us to maybe open up a little bit more later and then when we do open up, because we, we have to, I mean, the economy cannot sustain uh, a, a period of of months and months of relatively no activity in the market. Um, you know, the, there has to be some point where uh, businesses can get back to normal, um, where cash flow can be stimulated in, in, in some way, because... Uh, if not, that's that's the exact form of what the apocalypse really looks like. Um, that's an <laughs> anarchy right there. It seriously is. It's anarchy. If 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 no one's spending money, that money doesn't mean anything anymore. if no one's, if everyone will be uh, completely uh, poor, and they it, it it will be a destitute state if we let this thing drag out for too long. That being said, obviously there's going to be some uh, sort of you know, response to going back to normal because it's more dangerous than isolating yourself in your house. So I think what needs to happen is it's, it's going to be a complete, it has to be a complete change in culture and the way we approach things. Um, It has to be a go back to normal, but don't shake people's hands. It has to be a go back to normal, but wear a mask. Um, We have to go back to normal and do the things we do as a country and as a planet. Um, but we have to do those things with extreme caution because that, I mean, that's, for me, that's the only way I see this playing out successfully. Um, And for that reason, I think it's the only way I can really see it playing out. I mean, it's going to, you know, it's going to respond. The virus is going to come back, whether it's fall, next spring, you know, uh, early winter, whenever it is, it's going to come back and, and, you know, rise up a little bit more, um, but it's, just, it's all about how we practice precautions now and then how we practice them in the future while also getting back to normal.
0: So, yeah. yeah. I'm, in, I'm in pretty much agreement with you. I think, like, like you said, it's going to come back. And I think a lot of it just depends on when we have a successful, like, vaccination process and, and treatment options. But, I mean, no one can predict when that is going to occur because, like, there's already, like, multiple strains probably out there there's so we don't know if a vaccination that comes out is even going to be foolproof but like you said joe i mean coming into this whole situation i was i was probably in the wrong mindset of like oh do we really need to shut down schools like do we really like i didn't know the full extent of it um and i'm glad that like they did get shut down um but my mindset now like having gotten it um is like it's almost like inevitable that like a lot of people are going to get it if I got it just like maybe I was like the one-off but like the fact that I got it without really coming into contact with really anyone I feel like what we can do is just slow the spread at this point um, so that the people who really need care can get the care that they need um, in a timely fashion Um, but I don't think you can just Uproot everyone's lifestyle for like an entire year like it's been like what two two months since this started, and already like the economy like you said like it's not a stable environment that like this nation can really succeed at so um I do agree that like it's gonna be up to on to an individual by individual basis in terms of just taking the co- like precautions that are necessary, but I think like the normalcy kind of has to return at a certain point um even knowing that down the line that normalcy is going to result in more cases
1: yeah i mean i can i actually completely agree with you that these social distancing precautions are to kind of not as much limit the spread but to just bias time um i i believe that everyone who's going to contract it will contract it at some point, which is sad as it is to say, I think that that's kind of the reality that we face, but hopefully we'll be able to buy enough time um, doing all these social distancing things that our healthcare systems like hospital beds and different things will be available to those who need it. Like, thankfully, Hobbs, like you weren't in need um, of a hospital bed or anything, but if, like if you were to get it I think you were going to get it like I think that indeed, everyone indeed. who doesn't have these antibodies to fight um, the virus I believe like at some point they may get it um, it's just a matter of having the availability of hospital beds for those that need it and which is like a very scary reality um, but hopefully the social social distance can buy us enough time until we have a vaccination for it. And then maybe it turns into something like the flu. Like, I believe the flu started out as something like crazy, like very, very harsh pandemic. Um, and now it's something where people or I mean, personally, like I don't even get a flu shot, um, which is really stupid because I have a very bad immune system. <laughs> very, very <laughs> bad immune system can hear them laughing because to the listeners like I've been through some like really really crazy like things um, but they I, I really have a weak immune system, but I don't even get the flu shot because it's just like oh it's flu season like that's a normal thing. hopefully, this is how the coronavirus is that oh, it was very eye opening, shut the whole entire world down. we developed a vaccine for it, and then even if it does come back um, I know there'll be waves like now, but maybe it comes back next year. We have the vaccine for it. People just get the shot. And then it's very, very much more like mild mannered than it is right now. Hopefully that this is not, it doesn't come out. um, And it's in such a strong force, like again. um,
0: Yeah. yeah. And the the timeline is vaccines. Sorry, you go. Yeah. I mean, there's no like easy solution or else we come up with it on a uniform basis. I mean, each state's trying their own thing. I think like each day we are like getting closer to a solution because like we have so much, we've invested so much money into like the research of this virus, but each day you're also uprooting someone else's life and and someone else's job. And and so you have to strike that balance. And I think think we're getting to the point where um, that normalcy kind of needs to return and then it's on an individual basis to take your own cautions in terms of like wearing masks and stuff like that. But I mean, there is no easy solution. So, yep.
1: yeah. And, 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 go,
0: go
2: ahead, Joe. I mean, you know, the vaccine, um, at first it was, it was one of those things where they were saying at least a year and a half. Um, and we still don't really know what the timeline's going to look like, but we do know that they're, they produced a vaccine and are testing a vaccine faster than it, any other vaccine in history. Um, they, I was uh, watching the news a few days ago and they said they're, they're calling it Operation Warp Speed um, in the way that they're testing this vaccine. They've moved on from testing to animals to now they're, they're going to do the first human tests, I think in early August. Um, that could be fact-checked, but I'm, I'm fairly certain it's either, either late july or early august they're going to be doing the first human testing um and i mean that's big because that you know if, if this is something that it can be easily distributed and it, it works then we could have a vaccine earlier than that initial timeline that um that people like doc, dr fauci were rightfully saying because i mean that's that was the status quo uh beforehand is you know you develop a vaccine and then you wait six months for the you know the testing period and then the trials and you wait another six months for the second wave of testing and and you end up getting it out but I mean I I feel like the the gravity of the situation kind of demands a um a vaccine to, to get rolled out pretty soon um and I think regulations might have to take a back seat uh and I think that's what we're seeing but then again we don't really know until until we get that uh that final good news that, Hey, maybe there is a vaccine. Um, so right now, I think, I think the best way to prepare for it, uh, like you both said is just kind of start returning to normal, but practice those extra precautions, um, because we really don't know when this is going to be a uh, trend, like you said, like just another flu season. Um, but you know, we can be optimistic, but we can also be cautious.
0: Yeah. 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 Going off that virus, um, or the vaccination, sorry. Uh, I read something the other day where a company actually produced one that was successful on like monkeys, uh, and they're gonna do human trials relatively soon. But a pharmaceutical yeah, I think that was the one I yeah, a pharmaceutical company is taking that virus and they're or that vaccination, and they're already producing like mass producing it um, just Mm -hmm. in case it does come through. the exact study I heard. That's exact. uh, think what I heard that's that's pretty crazy that just shows you that like we are all in this together like that pharmaceutical company is taking a huge chance on this they're putting in so much money on this vaccination that hasn't even been approved yet uh, I think it's just it's just crazy that like to me like coming out on the other end I hope like you know like the differences that we have as like a country and like the amount of of like appreciation we have for the lifestyles we live I hope I hope that changes but just like the like seeing that I was just so shocked that like one company would take a chance on on that and risk like losing a lot of money so we're all in this together and and I think that's like something that needs to to continue after this is kind of down and out.
1: Yeah I definitely think that's awesome because we have a lot of great minds they get almost when I really think about it, it's almost crazy to me that like um, something in the medical field can like shut the whole entire world down. Like I almost feel like our medical systems are so advanced to the point where this like shouldn't be a possibility. I mean, we have like crazy, crazy things, like crazy awesome things going on um, in the medical field. And like, I guess that's why I have like, or I try to have like an optimistic outlook Because, like, if we have those great minds who can do all of these amazing things that we've already seen them accomplish, like prosthetics and things like that, like that is amazing stuff. Um, I feel like if we all put our minds towards this one issue, um, like, we'll we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. I feel like there's no problem too big that we can't handle. Um, Even though this is a a very, very big problem. (laughs) yeah i agree i I honestly don't feel like there's anyone in this world um who hasn't been affected by the virus in some way shape or form um i know we've all been affected by it um obviously by like not having our um normal lives but also by our internships like um i've had my internship has been canceled um i think y'all some of y'all have been moved online, which are which are opening um, up like new possibilities for the future of being able to work and be productive, but in a different environment.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what this is doing is, uh, for instance, my internship um, was recently moved online. So I'm going to be doing all my work from home. Um, and they're, how it's going to work is basically they're going to send me a kit with everything I need, everything that they we're going to uh, originally supply me with on the job site, and I'm going to be you know in, engaged in zoom conferences, uh, emails with my assignment leader um, and I'm going to be doing all the work that I would normally do in in an office and I'll be doing it uh, at my desk at home. Um, and what that's doing is uh, first of all it's something I'm very grateful for because you have to keep in mind there's so many people across the country who whose jobs are not built like that. They're not equipped for that. They didn't anticipate it at all. So, I mean, there uh, a lot of people around the country are, are finding themselves staying at home without uh, an income um, and that's scary. So it's not something I, you know, take lightly. I, it's, it's one of those things that uh, you have to be appreciative of because um, it's kind of this new opportunity, you know, eight, nine, 10 years ago, I, I don't think that would have been possible. Um, I, I really, with the technology we have uh, now, it's, it's becoming increasingly possible and it's, it's shown that it's even an option. Um, maybe even after these things, after this returns to normal, there are plenty of jobs who can say, hey, um, you know, what we were doing uh, in March, April and May uh, was working and it was, it was giving us the productivity we need um, we're able to do it from home. So why don't we kind of participate in this go out but stay safe uh, sort of new brand of normalcy in the fall. And maybe we'll see some companies adapt to this uh, this online uh, work from home, virtual job market really, and, and see if they can adapt to it. Because that would be something I'd, I'd, I'd love to see. Um, because, you know, the, it's, it's great to get back out there. But if you're able to get back out there and to the fullest extent, uh, or or you know at least approaching that fullest extent without having to leave your home uh so you're kind of participating in that social distancing and even keeping yourself safe and i think that is a big help still even when things return to normal
0: yeah for yeah uh, for... i can go ahead yeah. uh yeah for my uh Internship this summer month similar to Joe's got moved online, um, but yeah, I mean, I I agree with you in that like I'm glad like the like obviously like I'm not glad this hit us, but I'm glad that we have the technology um, today that can help us uh, push past this and and be productive in a virtual setting. Uh, but on the other hand, like I know a lot of the jobs and a lot of the economy depends on like manufacturing goods and producing goods. And like, we need workers who can do that in person. Like you can't manufacture, for example, a jet engine from home, obviously. Um, So, I mean, there's gotta be that balance and that return to normalcy, like we talked about before. Um, But with that return to normalcy, hopefully the new normal is, at least while this is going on, that if you don't have to be in person, and we're just as productive online, which I feel like is the case in a lot of, in a lot of jobs that hopefully we push that virtual experience or virtual meetings or, or whatever that is, because that just slows the spread even more. So,
1: Yeah, and I mean, you're exactly right that we not every job can be replaced, um, like with a virtual world. But I, th- I do think it really, really helps to all of the jobs um that have the ability to go virtual to do that because um like my dad has been working from uh, working remotely since um school has been canceled so two months let's say um but not like if he goes to work every day to do a job that he can do virtually he's not only um getting all of the like germs that are in his workplace but he's also bringing them home to us when we go out for our like weekly trip to the grocery store or whatever, like um, just eliminating as many people as possible from the office space, I really believe has like a really big um, benefit. And it also um, helps keep the people who can't work from home safe as well, because um, like they can, uh, we'll have more like available, we'll, like um, face masks and different things will be more available to them because people who could be wearing them um, are able to just stay home and not have uh, any of the downsides of like actually going into work.
2: Yeah you can cut off those you know those links that the virus is going to use to spread then I mean it 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 really is kind of a domino effect Um, and the virus, like you know, like with what happened to Mason, it can, we, we now know it can, can kind of spread and you don't even know how you got it um, for certain. But um, yeah, if we can limit those people that uh, don't necessarily need to be out there, and then yeah, their, their household um, is not at risk anymore or at less of a risk than that. Everyone that the people in the household come in contact with, they are at less of a risk. Um, so it, it really is a domino effect um and it's it's kind of scary when you look at it uh the other way where you say well wow if, you know all these people are meeting me, all these other people it, it it's easy to see how it's spreading uh like like it is um but if you look at it from yeah from that perspective then it's it's easy to see how we can limit it yeah,
0: yeah. going off that i know like A lot of our listeners are our age. I know that other colleges have made decisions to move to in the fall, go back to in-person classes. I don't know what your guys' take is on what Virginia Tech should do. I don't know what your guys' take is on if we do go back to in-person classes, how they might change. Uh, Personally, like – if you would have asked me two months ago, I would have said, oh, we better have in-person classes. Like this is my junior year. Like I want to, you know, experience as much as I can. Um, but now I feel like that's changed a little bit. Um, I still don't know what the best solution is, but, um, cause I know personally the best learning environment for me at least is in person as much as I try to be productive at home. Um, but I don't know what your guys take is on in terms of what you think should happen. If you think there'll be any changes to in-person classes, if that is the route we take or or what your guys take is on that.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be either way is a very hard situation. Um, So thankfully I haven't had too hard of a time adjusting to online classes. However, I think that that that's kind of led uh, or that has been the reasoning be- because it's the end of the semester. Um, I think starting a semester during online classes is going to be much harder, um, because thankfully I've been able to set myself up with like pretty decent grades uh, for the first half of this semester. And then I was able to just um, kind of keep those grades as the semester progressed. But I think it's gonna be really hard to kind of motivate myself to get myself ready for a new semester um, if we're just going to online. So I am kind of in support of in-person classes or at least maybe just opening up the campus. Like if they don't wanna have structured classes, like allow us to go to the library um, because I know how hard it is gonna be if we are all living in Blacksburg and everyone is at home like just hanging out it's going to be really really hard to like get our classes done um,
0: yeah
1: because i felt how hard it is even at home when there are like minimal distractions
0: (laughs) yeah especially when you combine like 11 guys of different majors some more uh tasking than others i'd say but
1: yeah and i think that that's going to be the problem that we face um if because i i hope to um, return to Blacksburg and at the beginning of the fall, um, no matter if it's in-person or online, um, but I, I need to make sure that I keep up with my uh, like academics and I'm staying productive and I'm doing everything that I need to, um, even given the circumstances.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't really have an opinion right now, honestly on it. Um, I think a lot of it is very touch-and-go. I think we have to plan it out uh, as we go. I think, I think a hybrid solution is not all out, out of the picture right now. Um, a solution where maybe you know some of those more involved labs that are at tech for uh, different majors like architecture um, and uh, any, a lot of the STEM majors that have labs maybe you know if, if they can find a way to, to promote social distancing Uh, but still have those hands-on labs once this thing is died down uh, to a level that's that's deemed safe Um, and then they can have a lot of these other lecture classes uh, switch to an online format Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how the university even plans around that I know plenty of universities are essentially um, planning for in-person classes in the fall and they're they're investing a lot of time and energy in saying hey we're going to make this prediction right now, this line in the sand that says we're going to assume that we're going to be in person in the fall. And they plan for that. Um, There is totally a scenario where we get to August and uh, the government is still like, there's no way any public universities should be uh, doing in-person classes. And in that case, a lot of these universities, even the private ones who, you know, don't want to lose uh, grants and, and uh, tuition and lives really if I mean if, if it's still that bad um, uh, they're gonna have to make this quick switch and and that's gonna be kind of a big pivot point point. Um, and that's why I think maybe a hybrid option is something that could be approached because it's easier to scale a hybrid option back um, to a to online and even you know this Goes well, maybe end of the fall scale it hard to um, class of college students uh, that you're going to be on campus in the fall and then have to make a quick switch. Uh, that would be, I mean, that that's the same difficult situation they were really in. Luckily, they had spring break uh, when this hit. Most colleges, uh, for Virginia Tech specifically, had spring break to prepare. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, my thought, I guess, uh, is, is a hybrid option um, that I think will be just like, just like kind of the return to normalcy will be a hybrid uh, version of uh, the regular life that we experienced a few months ago. Uh, I think it's all about finding that, that sweet spot.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. yeah it's interesting to think about, um, but it can definitely be intimidating because there's a lot of uncertainty. So I guess it's, important to worry about the things um that you can control and then kind of let the other let people more qualified than you worry about the things that you can't exactly um is there anything else y'all would like to add before we close the podcast yeah sure i feel like you've
2: been talking about a lot of coronavirus stuff lately It's kind of turned into a little bit of a coronavirus update podcast which is not a big deal I, i've really enjoyed the conversation. Um, And it's, uh, I think it's been helpful, hopefully for the listeners, at least it's been very helpful for me. Um, just kind of venting and hearing y'all's opinions about it. Um, but what about some good news? Anything else happened in y'all's week or in the past two weeks that have, uh, it's been fun?
1: Yeah. So, um, one activity that I've taken up, uh, during coronavirus, because I've had plenty of time on my hands, um is bike riding. So I've been going on just like bike rides around like the neighborhood. Like I uh, rode my bike to a friend's house the other day instead of driving. Um, And it's actually like really, really fun. Like try it, just grab your bike and go for a ride because this is like a lot of time that we have on um, our hands and it's good to like spend it outside. It clears your mind, um, gets a little bit of exercise in. The weather has been beautiful so that's always good um and hopefully like I'll be able to kind of incorporate like little bike rides um when I'm back in Blacksburg like being able to do some trails and stuff I realize that it's kind of something that like I that adds value to my life that I kind of like have pushed off during normal life so that's a positive of coronavirus um and just like having free time what about y'all yeah.
0: um I wouldn't say like anything too crazy I uh binge-watched Outer Banks, binge-watched a lot of Marvel movies, uh, just now returning back to the healthy lifestyle, but I think with that return, I think being more appreciative of being healthy, um, being able to do stuff like working out, being able to go outside and enjoy nature, I think um, that's taken on a new meaning for me, I would say, in the past couple of days. Um, just like being able to go outside and go on a walk. Like the other day. I went outside, went on a walk to the duck pond, which is like three or four miles from my apartment and walked and sat at the duck pond and just by myself, just like took some time to just be alone. And even though I'd been alone been been alone a lot in my room, most of that time being alone was spent watching Netflix or doing some homework, but just like really just like be by myself with my own thoughts and um, in nature. And, and so that's been something that I've really taken advantage of, I think now and want to continue to take advantage of now that um, I'm healthy again. What about you, Joe?
2: Yeah, I've been um, kind of much like y'all. I've been taking advantage of this great weather we're having lately. Um, I don't know about y'all, but not, not so great weather uh, in the Southwest corner of Virginia for this week. We're getting in, uh not to be a not to be the weatherman here but we've got like high 50s mid 50s rainy overcast for the rest of the week um so I might be spending a little bit more time indoors but lately I've been doing a lot of yard work outside um I think in the you know the past uh year and a half I really haven't been able to be at my house in Lexington and um and you know be outside and, and do do yard work and uh be with the family, um, but I've been enjoying it these past few days. Mud the lawn, went out and helped my dad uh, dig a little trench to divert some rainwater. Um, and yeah, just been kind of sitting on our porch. We we just uh, did some work on our back porch uh, where it used to be this really low overhanging, uh, like, kind of awning, I guess. Um, and we made it more of a a high rise roof um, that goes over like a little area with some, with some nice, with some chairs, a little outdoor couch. Um, and uh, it's been really enjoyable just sitting out there, uh, just kind of hanging out with the family and the weather's been great. Uh, so kind of trying to enjoy outside as much as possible. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been pretty nice. I've been enjoying it.
1: That's awesome. Um, yeah. And maybe, like you said, we've kind of been recapping um, the coronavirus because it's kind of been easy to talk about. Um, maybe we can get another guest on the podcast here shortly, maybe next week or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. definitely. I would love to look into that. I think.
1: All right. Um, yeah, with that being said, this wraps up the Progress Podcast. Thanks for listening.
2: Peace.